everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. I'm Charles. What's up? I'm so excited. Today, we are going to be talking about the amazing quintessential female buddy road film, Thelma and Louise from 1991, directed by Ridley Scott. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes. I was watching this movie today. I mean, I've seen it a few times, but I was watching it earlier today and I texted Charles and I was like, this is kind of exactly what I would do. <laughs> like, I mean, not necessarily like the other things, but they didn't kill anyone except for that guy who was raping Thelma. Yeah. I mean, they didn't like yeah. kill like loads of people. It's not like they were like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't that bad, but um, I, I love this film. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like if we were in the situation, you would be Louise and I would be Thelma. I was going to say, I'm <laughs> such a Louise. <laughs> and I was like, I bet you Charles would totally be Thelma. That was one of my questions. I was like, are you a Thelma or are you, are you a Louise? This is going to be, uh, well, I'm going to make a note of this. This is going to be a poll question when I uh, post the episode is like, if you've seen Thelma, like Thelma and Louise, are you a Thelma or are you a Louise? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to write that down. That's so funny. Yeah, because when you think about it, like, it's funny how Louise is the one who actually shoots um, the guy in, like, the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And she's the one that actually has, like, done something, like, like, you know, fucking crazy. Like, she could just go to jail forever. And Thelma is just, like, literally, like, another person. Like, she's, like, freewheeling. And then she's just, like, I robbed a store. (laughs) And then yeah. I put the cop in the fucking trunk. Like, she's, yeah. like, going for it. Like, all of a sudden, she's just, like, I was, like, whoa, Louise is supposed to be, like, the oh, shit, you know? And she was, like, Thelma was really scared in the beginning. Like, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen? And then it just, like, switches, and she's picking up hot drifters. And, like, it's just, <laughs> like, I was, like, whoa, she's just, like, off the rails. But it's Yeah, really funny. I mean, her transforma- her character's transformation in, in, in this movie is just, like, so cool. Yeah, um, and her outfits too. Yeah, like as yeah. she goes from like when she leaves the house, she has that white dress on. Yeah, and it's I mean, like yeah, yeah, and then it and, goes to like, <laughs> and you know, it's weird because in the beginning of the movie, she's like really girly, you know, and you know, just kind of, you know, I guess like a little naive, you know, mm-hmm. and she transforms so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> like so fast. She got that like she got that 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 um that I don't know how, what euphemism I'm going to use, but like she got that pipe clean by a fucking drifter <laughs> and she was like, well, one of my, I mean like not to jump ahead too much, we'll get into it. But one of my favorite scenes is like the morning after when she busts into the diner yeah, in, uh, in front of uh, Louise and Louise is like sitting there and then she's like, Oh my God, Louise. And she's like, freaking out she's like congratulations i'm so glad you're finally with the rest of us she's like i don't know what happened i just don't want to happen i was like she's wearing a shirt and she's about to commit a crime in 30 minutes like she's Uh, like fuck it tell me my guess is you're you're either crazy or you're on drugs (laughs) well i'm not on drugs so i must be crazy i know know. it's like oh my god i was like god damn it this is so cool um but yeah we'll we'll get further into it but i was talking to charles about like i was like oh how what have you been up to because i know i haven't seen you in forever and i'm finally gonna do like a socially distanced picnic something tomorrow i haven't seen charles since like march so i'm um, excited i think the last time we might have hung out was when we went to go to mike's house in february fuck was it february yeah maybe i don't know i haven't seen mike either yeah whenever the last time you saw him was last i think was last time i saw him yeah 
Ooh, it's crazy. No. It's the whole fucking world. Anyway, but you were talking about your eye doctor. You had to go to the eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, so I um I uh I had to go into I had to go into the office for something earlier this week. And Are people in your office, or is it like a skeleton crew? It's it it's it's like a very light skeleton crew. I think there's like oh, okay. maybe like four or five people that go there each day, and then oh, I think wow. there's like um and I think there's more people that just go in like a couple times a week. Oh. Okay. Um. But um, I, I had to print off some tax stuff, and so um, so I, I got that done. And then I was on the Metro platform, and I was cleaning my glasses, and they, like, snapped. So um, I was like, oh, oh well, that's, that's not good. <laughs> so, I, um, so I came home, and I have a backup pair of glasses, but they, like, don't sit on my face very well. So they kept, like, sliding down and... So then I was like, I, I, I love these glasses, but they just aren't working for me. So then I have a backup, backup pair. <laughs> oh but, my God. Um, the second backup. And so this is like, these are like the glasses that I wore like maybe like 15 years ago when oh I was in college. <laughs> so, they, so they work in the sense that um, I can like see objects, but they, everything's just a little blurry. So, oh, so your eyes have gotten worse like I don't, college? oh yeah oh yeah um so i was like um i'm gonna have to go see the eye doctor <laughs> and so i uh so i um had a point with the eye doctor on thursday and it was um it was like so exciting to leave the house and get in a lift mm-hmm. and you know my doctor was this really cute guy from pakistan and yeah um, i also have like a not unattractive eye doctor <laughs> like i don't want to say he's hot but he's like kind of hot yeah, so, um, so, um, but yeah, so I have a new pair of glasses, so I'm kind of excited about that. Nice. Um, and then, how was your Lyft driver? Did you like get in, into any conversations? Like, are people talking to people? Like, what's it like? <laughs> I just go to the grocery store, I only talk to the cashier. Like, that's um, the only person I talk to. Yeah, he's seen nice. Um, like, I usually like to talk for the first few minutes, and then after a certain point, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, I will, it depends on the mood I'm in, but I usually get in and I say, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And then and if they're like, okay, and then I'm like, okay. And then I can tell that they don't want to talk. And then sometimes I'm like, hey, how's your day been? And then if they're like, oh, it was good, blah, 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 and they talk a little bit, then I'm like, okay. But if they have, usually I just say, like, cool, thanks, and I, like, put headphones on. Yeah. Like, like um, what do you expect? I mean, I don't want to talk all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, um, I, after some, yeah, I, I usually take out my phone after after a few minutes and we talk to me after that. I'm just like, all right, your tip just went down. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Now they have that thing where, or at least they did, I knew Uber was doing it, where, like, you put a switch on and it means, like, silent ride. Oh. Like, and actually, I think it's for people who, like, are working like what if they're which is kind of crazy but i guess if people who are like on the computer or maybe they're like doing other stuff but um but yeah they have like a switch i guess because people like complained i'm sure like (laughs) people talking to them and not it's almost like being on a plane yeah it's like really hard to say like hey i don't want to talk anymore (laughs) yeah like i'm done i'm done talking now goodbye like it's hard to do in real life you know, it's hard um, to like t- hang up on someone in real life and be like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> and you're like still there. It's just kind of strange, but that's oh, cool. It's yeah. Kind of oh, and, oh and, and then after my appointment is very exciting because I went to like an actual Chipotle <gasps> and um, you can't like eat there, but I got stuff to go. So, and then you like were made a fool of in your room inhaling. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just glad there weren't any witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Oh, Chipotle. Mm. It's like people still, I mean, I think even after they had that big scandal about food poisoning, like I think I've still been a fair amount of times. I mean, I mean, I didn't get sick. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I have definitely eaten like Taco Bell more than once and gotten sick way more than once. So (laughs) it definitely does not deter me at all. I'm like, I don't care. But uh, that's so crazy. Well, okay, let's talk about Thelma and Louise. What's the, yeah. When's the first time you saw this? Like, what's your okay. first impression? So this is um so um there so the plot of this movie is sort of spoofed in an episode of The Simpsons, um oh. and it's um I forget what it's, it's like season five I want to say, um and it's um the plot is like Marge and their and her next door neighbor go out for for a girls night and they end up kind of getting in a like um the like car that they're in ends up being being stolen so they go on like a high-speed chase with the police and um, oh my god i need to i i need to watch this immediately yeah and um so um marge on the lamb yeah yeah season five episode six yeah that's it (laughs) cool um and so um then um so then shortly after that my um my dad got me my own like a uh, card to Hollywood vi- video um, oh. and um, H- Hollywood video when it, when it came out was like, like changed my world because you could rent movies for up to five days and like the rentals only cost one ninety nine. I was going to say they were one ninety nine, And so that, that basically meant blockbuster can go fuck themselves. <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> could always go fuck themselves. Like on the real, I was not mad when blockbuster shut down because Hollywood video and Potomac video in like the DC area. When we grew up, those were the two places like, yeah, like Hollywood video had everything blockbuster had like the big movies, but then Potomac had all of the dope indies like oh, that's where no. i saw like larry clark's kids and like greg Araki films like that was like the place you would go to get like really good indie stuff um yeah yeah no it was, it was great um oh, the so then, um and so i'm pretty sure that i rented this movie at some point and you know like going to to the video store was kind of like my thing you know that's like kind of like how i like to spend my time you know yeah and so um i i'm pretty sure i rented this 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 movie at some point i watched it and i loved it and i like um i don't think i owned it for a while but once i did like own the actual vhs tape i think i like watched it so much it started to like become a problem <laughs> oh my god no way yeah oh cool now, when you were the age that you saw it in, like, were you in high school or were you, or was it earlier than that? Yeah, I want to say it was eighth or ninth grade. Um, okay, yeah. So you were like 14? Yeah. Like 13, 14. Now, did you, I, we were just talking about like, who would you be? Like, who were you, like Thelma or Louise? Like, did you identify as a Thelma when I you watched totally, it or, I or did totally, you identify as I Louise? Was, I was totally a Thelma. Like, oh, when you, when you watched it the first time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm totally louise i'm totally i would totally do everything that louise did yeah <laughs> like i don't know that i would do everything Thelma did but i would totally do everything louise did like it's so crazy um i mean in theory allegedly hypothetically like this would all be like a case-by-case basis oh that's cool yeah. um let's see i saw the movie i think i was in college like I, it was a little bit later i think I didn't see it, obviously, it came out in 91. We weren't even 10 yet. So I obviously didn't see it when it was out. But I saw it and I was like, oh, cool. I've been hearing so much about it. There's definitely so many references. It's like one of those films that's referenced a lot. 
Mm-hmm. That now when you've seen it and you know kind of what happens and everything, like you see that them driving over the cliff and like holding hands like that, they yeah. use that kind of shot a lot. Like even when they parody it or stuff like that, like other stuff. So it's really, it's super impactful. I mean, now mm-hmm. that I'm watching it, I haven't seen it in so long. And now that I'm watching it, uh, we've done a few episodes of some uh, Brad Pitt films, which thank God. Thank God for this casting snafu that put Brad Pitt in this film, which we'll get to. Yeah. But like, I mean, could you imagine if Brad Pitt wasn't in this? Like this essentially launched his entire career. I know. I know. And like, uh, and like apparently every single person like in all of Hollywood tried out for this role. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like everyone. And um, they went and they, everyone like ended up dropping out and they were kind of just like, ugh, I guess let's get that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I guess let's get Brad motherfucking Pitt. Like, <laughs> he could, who could literally carry, like, who probably in the next year ended up starring. In, actually, no. I think he probably didn't star until, like, 94 in um, Interview with the Vampire when he was, like, somewhat yeah. supporting as when we first... That and Legends of the Fall. Yeah. Those are, like, right. the first two films, I think, where it was, like, oh, okay, he's more than a supporting character. He's, like, you know, he's going to be, like, a big deal. Um, I don't know when it came out, but I also like watched the movie California recently for the first time. Dude, ninety two. I like really liked it. Yeah, and um, it's also a really great um, uh, what do you call it? TV movie called Too Young to Die. Mm. Okay, California was ninety three. Okay, and that's the one with uh, is that that's the one with Juliette Lewis, right? Is it David Duchovny's in it too, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Juliette Lewis. Yeah. And I think Too Young to Die uh, also has... Wait, that's 1990. That also has Juliette Lewis in it. Oh, cool. Oh, that's even earlier. Wow, that's even before um, Thelma and Louise. So he'd already been in like... And he's a he's like in a... You know, he has a big role in it. But it's like a TV movie. Like oh, it wasn't cool. one that was like in the theater or anything. Crazy. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so what's your behind-the-scenes uh, What's your behind the scenes notes that you got? Okay. I'll let you take over. So um, apparently the pre-production for this movie was fairly long. Um, and um, when the writer um, was writing the screenplay, she, um, in her mind she had Thelma and Louise being played by Holly Hunter and Frances Mc, McDormand. Okay, now that would have also been dope. Yeah, 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 I do like both of those women. Um, and then, um, and then, um, a, a, apparently at some point, Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn were cast. Another uh, one that I would not have mind- minded. And then this is the one I I, I really w- w- want to see. And then, um, and then, um, the third pair that they considered was Michelle Pfeiffer and Jodie Foster. Dude. Like, okay, well, who would okay? So, would Michelle Pfeiffer be? Do you know who for each role? I, I like, don't. Um, I'm assuming she, Michelle Pfeiffer would totally be Thelma. Yeah, I, and I and so. Jodie Foster would be Louise, right? Yeah, th- that would be my guess. I think Meryl would probably be the Louise, and Goldie Hawn would be Thelma. Although, oh, yeah, I mean, that's very obvious, though. They might yeah. be the other way. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Um. But um, but apparently G- Gina Davis said in, in an interview that she had been cast as the role of Louise for a fairly long time, and then oh. once season Saran came on, she like switched roles. So it kind of seemed like like the behind the scenes stuff was like a little like chaotic. 
Wow. Um, yeah. That's such a departure to be cast as uh, Louise. Yeah. And then to like completely switch and then be like, oh crap, I have, a, I have to be Thelma now. She's completely unhinged. Yeah. Like, and Louise is so, like, she has it all together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And then, um, oh, and then um, apparently, um, like, um, um, so these are the people who um, were were strongly considered for the role of JD at <laughs> eventually played by Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, at, who? Alec Baldwin, George Clooney, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., Christian Slater, Billy Baldwin, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Scott Bayo, Sean Penn, and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> what? Okay, out of that list, who would your top three be that are not Brett? That's not Brett Pitt. Those are massive stars in like '91, or unless. Okay, first of all, I have a problem with Tom Cruise because he was in like Rain Man and leading shit in the '80s. So unless yeah. he was doing that as like, I just want to be this cameo. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be a ama- I just feel like they would put him to star. Like, he would be, like, a bigger person if they were to get him. Yeah. But maybe I- that's before it was actually done. Because this movie is, like, di- wasn't it written in, like, the 80s? So maybe they thought about him when yeah, he was, like, in so. the 80s or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Who are your, your, would your top three be out of that list? Um, My top three. Um, I, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Billy Baldwin. So He's a um, good-looking guy. He, he he is, um, you know, his acting, uh, whatever. Um, Wasn't he in Gossip Girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. <laughs> he was like um, Serena's dad. Um. So um, I'm gonna go with Billy Baldwin, Johnny Depp, and um, Christian Slater. Okay, Christian Slater is my number one. Yeah, when I heard Christian Slater. I was like, he has this personality. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like unhinged, like hot thing going on. Yeah. And like kind of bad at the same time. Um, I'm trying to think. Alec, definitely not. Yeah. Billy, Billy, yes. I could see him in the running. Um, okay, Johnny Depp. Okay, this is, let's say like 80s Johnny Depp. But the thing about Johnny Depp, which I find so crazy, um, Fear and Loathing is going to be coming out the, the like you will already have heard it, the episode, or like it's already going to be up. But we talked about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And the one interesting thing about Johnny Depp, I think he's so fucking hot, but there's something about him that's not, that doesn't read like crazy amounts of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Like he has a different vibe. It's not that he's not, not that I don't find him like incredibly attractive, but it's just different from Brad Pitt. Yeah. Like Brad Pitt has that like rip your shirt off, like banging some girl around, but like Johnny Depp doesn't. He has like a different it's just a different vibe. It's just that like yeah. if he was a drifter on the side of the road, he wouldn't be like a Brad Pitt type. I feel yeah. like he would just be a little bit like, I don't know. I he would just play it completely different. Differently. Yeah. I um I, I would I think it would be interesting to see Sean Penn in this role just because oh, all, yeah. all the characters seem slightly like kind of unhinged um yeah he's a little weird yeah yeah he's definitely um, weird. although did you see that fast times read through no they had oh my god all these people got together like all these actors got together for charity and did like a fast times at ridgemont high like like table read but they did it on zoom and okay. it was for a, cool. some charity yeah and it was like brad pitt was brad 
like the the brother you know who works all those fast food places and Shia LaBeouf was Jeff Spicoli and it was <laughs> so amazing because he was like stoned the whole time and like really reading into it but, like Matthew McConaughey was in it and apparently I just read today which I am so excited about that on October 11th which I don't know when this is going to come out so I don't know when you'll hear this but October 11th they're doing a read-through of all the original cast of Days of Confused oh my like God. a table where they're all coming back um I think it's going to be on youtube or something but you can just google it i'm it'll probably be out by the time that this goes up but yeah they're doing a read-through of the film to get people inspired to vote in texas like that's what it's for because texas is pulling some fuck shit with the election so Uh. they're like they're trying to get people out to vote so i was like oh my god i can't wait because they're all gonna be in it like mcconaughey ben affleck like all these people that are just so massive now so that's really interesting i'm excited for that oh that's so that's so neat yeah, they, they're probably going to keep doing it because if if people are still like kind of stuck in this weird limbo with filming, like they're all doing it on Zoom, so why not? Yeah, you know, it's like easy enough to do, so that's cool. Yeah, okay, so keep going. Okay, I don't think I picked a third person, but those would be my two. It would be Christian Slater, actually, Christian Slater, maybe like Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, so this movie was nominated for six Academy Awards. That's a lot. Um, and um, it won it won one award for best or- original screenplay. It has a good screenplay. Um, it did come out. This, it w- did come out the same year as Silence of the Lambs. So, Ooh. um, so this was kind of a tough year. Um, it was nominated for like everything except for best picture. Um, oh, so he Ridley Scott got a nomination. Yeah, the um, Ridley Scott was nominated for best. Best Director and Susan Scrandon oh. and June Davis were both nominated for Best Actress. That's and, a pretty big lead, right? Yeah. Now that's one of few films. Charles is kind of like a uh, side note. Charles is kind of like an Oscars historian or like a lexicon, I guess you could say. So, so there are, haven't been many films where there have been two actors nominated for lead in the same category for the same film, right? So there are a few. So there have been four films in which two actresses have, have both been nominated for best actress for, for the same movie. The first one was all about Eve, um, which was, uh, which um, Ann Baxter and um, Betty Davis were nominated. Oh, wow. The second one was suddenly last summer when Elizabeth Taylor and Catherine Hepburn were nominated. And, oh, and wow. the third one is Terms of Endearment with Shirley MacLaine oh, and yeah. Deborah Winger. Um, and then this is the fourth one. Yeah. And um, oh, wow. there has not been a film since. So, oh, wow. Now, have, have there ever been for the actor category, for lead actor? Yes. Um, I, um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know that... Um, both of um, F. Murray Abraham and um, Tom Holtz. Oh, and Tom Holtz for Amadeus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie's so good. Oh, I know. If anyone at all is interested in Amadeus, like, I don't know if it's topical that we'll review here. It's it's from 1980, but it's so great. Yeah, like, I it's, know. It's, you wouldn't think you would like it, I feel like. It, I thought it was going to be, like, kind of dry and, like, a period film. And I was like, oh, okay, it's about Mozart's life. But it's actually really comical and, like, very smart. And it's yeah. fairly interesting and great music, obviously. Yeah. And um, also, just, like, the script has done so well. Yeah, and, it's like, great. And, like, some, some of the descriptions in that movie about music are just some of the most beautiful, like, like you know just you know adjectives i've like heard about like music in general it's just it's just like like done so well yeah it really is um okay and then my final piece of trivia 
is that um is that Michael Matson and Christopher McDonald. Michael Matson played Jimmy in this movie, and Christopher McDonald played Thelma's husband, and was also the father in the faculty. Um and also the father in SLC Punk. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Steve-O's dad. He he, he Okay, so I I hate his characters, but the fact that like he like um you know he like you know provokes such a strong emotion means that he's a pretty good actor, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Anyway, um so they were both offered the role of Harlan, who was the rapist. Mm-hmm. Um and then um I guess they switched up at at the last minute. Oh no way! No, I, I wait. What I read was that Michael Madsen. Uh, oh, is that all you have? Because I have another tidbit to add. Okay, so Michael Madsen was asked to yes be the rapist, and he was kind of like uh, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's why he he went with like he got Jimmy, and also um, there was uh, Gina Davis uh, used to date Christopher. What's his name? The one that I was just saying that was in the faculty. Christopher McDonald. McDonald, that's his name. Um, she used to date him, and that was her ex boyfriend. And she insisted that he play that role. Oh, really? <laughs> which is like really fucking funny because now it just it just is so funny the way they were acting in the beginning. Yeah, she's probably just like God, fucking damn it, <laughs> like I hate this guy. I'm not even with him anymore. So um, yeah, that's super funny. <laughs> Oh, what are there? What are there? Some other female Buddy Road films? That's what um, I was. It was described on Wikipedia. Like the first thing is, it's like Thelma Louise is a nineteen ninety one American female Buddy Road film, and I was like, is that a like? I know it's a road film, and like female Buddy is like a new was like a new term. I guess like yeah. female relationships. But I'm trying to think. Is there another road film? That's um, two. There's two women. I'm sure there are. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, um, aside from another great road film, which has almost women, drag queens, Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, mm-hmm. fucking iconic. If you haven't seen that or are interested, in it, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think of like. Um, there was that movie Boys on the Side with oh, yeah. and Goldberg. Um, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I think this movie kind of created a new genre. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm surprised that it got, A, I'm surprised it got made, which I think it had some issues, but I'm surprised it got made because I think a lot of critics that I were, that I was reading, they were kind of like, they thought it was like male bashing and like, it was very much like men are the problem, like very like pro, like not feminist as in feminist, like the traditional sense, like mm-hmm. very much like anti-man. Like, I think that's, that's what a lot of critics said. Like, different I mean, critics. I don't think these characters were anti-men. I think they were anti-assholes. Yeah. But, I was like, going to say like, <laughs> I think it was pretty much justified. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Except for the, which is funny because except for Louise mentioning that, like, she's like, it's one thing that we're on the run and, you know, we killed that guy and it's self-defense, even though they're not going to know that. But, and then she's, and then I think them was like, it's not self-defense. He was walking away. Like we could have yeah. just turned around and left, but we like shot him and, uh, or she shot him. And then she's just like, but there, I can't justify robbery. There's no such thing as justifiable robbery <laughs> because a fucking hot ass drifter like robbed you like the day before. <laughs> like, like there's no, I can't use that as a defense <laughs> for why he did that, which is really funny. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, you want to get into the story here? Yeah. I just have a few notes. I'm trying to shorten things up so I'm not, like, just telling the whole fucking film here. Um, 
So when we open, we kind of meet these two women. So I have Thelma married to a regional manager of a carpet store. I was like, ooh, he's, mm-hmm. he's big time. Big time. I wrote mean husband. She's a housewife. How does he have a Corvette? I mean, I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm naive. Maybe the world of carpeting is a lot more lucrative than I give it credit for. Yeah, maybe uh, he's just fucking awful. And yeah, I, I love how throughout the film when he kind of finds out that his wife is like a fucking <laughs> like fugitive, like he just is just like what? <laughs> like oh my god! And I love how when he's like when they finally call like the house, and then he's like hi and then she's like hangs up and she's like he knows (laughs) (laughs) and then you're like how do you know it's like he you just know he would never be like hi like (laughs) he's just like such an asshole all the time um and then i wrote then we flip to louise like they're both on the phone so we kind of meet them she's this waitress at this diner they're going to go on a road trip fishing and i love how they're going to a cabin that her her boss is getting divorced and before the divorce, the wife's getting the cabin. So before this transfer happens, he's inviting like everyone to just kind of like fuck this cabin up (laughs) before he has to give the keys to his (laughs) ex-wife, which I find, I was like, that's really funny. And then I also find it funny. Like Thelma, um, didn't tell her husband yeah yeah that she just like is like i'm leaving because like he would never let her go like he just yeah. is just fucking crazy um and then they're like driving i'm like oh this is so cool so they're in arkansas which i didn't know they were in arkansas at first i think mm. I, I think later on they say arkansas so she's like dr- driving in arkansas and they're like and you find out that thelma is like very caged and very sheltered and she's like i'm so excited to get out i i've never left town like yeah. i just don't i don't have the opportunity she's just been with this guy for most of her adult life so she's like i don't travel anywhere i'm so excited i'm like oh let's go stop let's go stop at like one of those uh road places like i want to get a drink i want to like do this and Louise is very much like me, like, oh, no, <laughs> this is not going to be a good idea. And, you know, obviously Thelma is just like, come on, let's go. I was going to say I've driven across the country and I was very much a Thelma on that trip. I was not the Louise and my hmm. buddy Chris was the th- was the Louise. And I wanted to stop in like the shadiest, most sketchy looking hotels <laughs> to stay overnight. Like we would drive through Texas or like Mississippi or somewhere. And he's like, we're not fucking staying in that place. We're staying at like a Holiday Inn or a Best Western. Like we're staying somewhere that people know and they change the sheets and they're like working <laughs> showers. Like we're not staying in this like fucking horror movie and i'm like come on this is so cool they only have this shit out west and he was like yeah and look at all this field for them to just leave you in like no we're not doing this your whole car is packed with all your shit and i was like this sucks so i do really want to go on a road trip uh i guess post corona because yeah I, I don't know that i'm i don't know about like sleeping in a fucking hotel room now i mean who fucking knows but uh, yeah, I was going to say, I have I don't really have any interesting road trip stories because we basically just ate and I drove for like 13 hours a day. So yeah. I didn't really do anything like crazy like this. But do you have any road stories? Like I know, like, do you have you had anything weird ever happen to you on the road? Like on a road um, trip? Weird? No. Um, there, um, a while ago, I was um, driving down to, or I was going down to North Carolina to a friend's wedding. And um, like, um, and uh 
and um, she had asked her, um, the bride, my friend had asked her friend if um, she could give me a ride. And this is a person who I went to college with and I knew well enough to say hi, but we just never really like been like friends. Um, so, um, so the prospect of spending a car, you know, like five to six hours in a car with this person was like a little intimidating. <laughs> and, um, so, um, so, but I, I was like, you know, so it was a little awkward for like the first like hour or two, but then we just started talking and, um, oh, that's cool. you know, and, um, then, um, you know, she, she was just like, oh, we have to stop at this bagel place in Charlottesville. And I was like, great, that sounds fun. And like in my, in my head, I was like, oh, God, why? Um, and um, then we stopped this bagel place, and it was like the uh, most amazing bagels I'd ever had in my life. And oh no way, in Charlottesville? Yeah. yeah. And at, at, and at that point, I was just like, I'm going to just let her take charge. So <laughs> me um, and Charles are both Tauruses, and apparently, food is like our complete love language. So like, <laughs> I could hate you, but like, if you get into a really bad fight with anyone, like if you give me my favorite food, like we're good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, um, so we like kind of like um, we kind of became like closer throughout the, the, the weekend. And like by the time we were driving back, we were like finishing each other's sentences. And, you know, it was Elma like, Louise. Yeah. You know, and, you know, um, you know, I'd, I'd be like, hey, Lee, I'm going to have a cigarette. Do you want one? She, she was like, oh, yes. And so, you know, I'd like light up two and hand, hand one to two. To, to her and so you know like um oh, okay. cool. it, it, it wasn't like crazy but it was just kind of a nice experience so yeah that's cool i don't think i have anything i don't have any like really crazy story like we did meet a few random people on the way like just driving um but yeah i mean i've yeah i've spent a lot of time on the road just in general so uh, I I love road trips. I love to drive. Yeah, so. yeah, and um, I um I, I like love all the all, um, I, I like love when when like Louise stops by Thomas' house and they're loading stuff in the car and they're just like so excited and just and that seems really captures like you know like you know when a road trip is 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 is, is about to begin. That's you know? true. Like there's yeah. like, so many possibilities. You know, and so that is so true. Like right yeah. when you know, like, and usually it's it's almost like when you have to travel somewhere on a plane, like you almost like can't sleep the night before. Yeah, because you yeah. know it's gonna be like, oh, we're gonna see things we've never seen, or you just get to see the landscape. You know, the yeah. sunset and like all this. You know, it's just really cool to be able to look out the window. It's really really neat. Um, yeah, I love it. Road the road is awesome. It's probably even more popular now that travel is kind of restricted. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have been going out this summer, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so they stop at like this pool hall slash like honky tonk, I guess oh, you could yeah. say. Um yeah, and I'd say that that it is worth noting that the name of this place is the Silver Bullet. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, good catch. Yeah foreshadowing foreshadowing <laughs> um so they i was like they really like you can tell that Thelma's like already letting her hair down like yeah. it, she's already like she's the one that wanted to go she's like come on so they like <laughs> i love how like she i think Thelma gets like a wild turkey shot and like a coke yeah like a coke chaser <laughs> and at first louise is like no i'm not gonna have a drink and then she's like no hell i'm gonna have a margarita and then like a Cuervo shot or something. Like I was like, oh shit, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like and can I just say their waitress is like awesome. Like I love her. No, I no, she's like so great. Like you can tell she has her shit together. She, together. She, she is on top of it. 
Let me tell you about this one show, and then I I will. I, there's a show on Showtime called Love Fraud. It's it's a documentary series. It's like four episodes. Anyway, long story short, this guy's been like scamming women all over Kansas City and like somewhere else, like uh, I think other parts of Missouri or whatever. So he's been scamming all these women, like fake marriages, taking all their money, and then like going somewhere else. Anyway, there's this woman that these women all get together and find out that he's pulling the scam. It's this bounty hunter. who is like she must be in her 60s and she's like the toughest fucking bitch ever oh wow she needs a goddamn show because she like chain smokes and she works out of like tennessee i want to say and she's just like tells all these crazy like southern stories about like when she was with this man who like beat her up and then she's like then in the morning i I woke up and i like grabbed my shotgun and then i was just like you know this was never gonna happen to me again and i left him and now i'm a and then she said that she was working at this like funny story she was working in a bar after she left this guy and like someone saw her like break up a fight like she climbed across the bar and started punching this dude who was hitting on this girl oh my god and she was like literally in a fight with this guy in this bar and then someone went up to her and was like have you ever thought about being a bounty hunter (laughs) (laughs) you you know how to handle yourself and she's like yeah i do and like you know how to shoot a gun she's like yeah and they're like you're about being a bounty hunter and she's like and here i am like 35 years later and i was like this woman needs a fucking show screw that other one like she was so interesting and cool but she reminds me of this bartender like bartenders out in like those truck stop bars or like those like really big like country bars like Mm. there's a woman who works in one of those like she's seen some shit Mm. (laughs) like it's crazy yeah she is really awesome i do love her um so they meet this guy who comes to their table who's like so pushy and like fucking awful and And, um oh god and you you can tell in his mind he's like oh they're gonna think i'm so charming i know know. like it's so um, funny do you guys like chili they've got good chili here (laughs) (laughs) i love how he sounds like this old british man (laughs) do you guys like chili it's really funny he's fucking awful and you can tell like this guy's a piece of shit yeah and i love how like thelma's totally like oh my god like you're really cool you're really nice because like no guys ever you know show her any affection even her own husband so she's like oh my god so cool and louise is so funny she's like i need to tell my friend something can you go (laughs) (laughs) and he's like okay well you know i'm just gonna be out on the dance floor so then they're dancing blah 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 he like spins her around all those times Mm -hmm. and she's like tanked totally drinking all this crazy shit and she's like oh my god i'm dizzy goes out to the fucking uh parking lot she's like i need some air and he like takes her out there and this fucking like attempted rape scene is pretty violent yeah or like very um, disturbing for 91 yeah um i'm um, surprised like i mean um one of the things that like um that uh like um i i I, um I, i just struck me is like how quickly this situation turns. Like, I mean, oh yeah, it just like happens so fast that like I don't think Thelma like knew how to re- react. And like, um, you know, and you know, your your brain, I imagine, is just like, what's happening? You know, yeah, like, um, yeah. Especially you know, when he hits her. Yeah, I think yeah. he like hits her once, and she's kind of like, what? And then I think then when she hits him back, then he like really hits her. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what. Yeah, it turns. Like, and my my guess is he's definitely done this before. Oh, so, totally. I mean, totally. So then she is 
she's like literally a, like being raped and louise thank god was like in the bathroom and then she like runs out to like find her and then she sees him and then she has this gun that thelma brought with her because they, they just have a gun in their house and she's like whatever i just brought my gun with me yeah. so she like has it with her which i'm really surprised too that thelma didn't have her own gun yeah i thought she would have had it herself and she, you know i thought maybe the gun would have been in her bag and then when he's like doing all that she was gonna like pff, like shoot him like right in the crotch or something oh well um thelma gave it to louise just before they got got on the road so, oh yeah. okay so, so did they put in like the glove box i, th- I think she put where it, they put it? I, th- I think she put it in, in her purse oh okay okay yeah. So, yeah, so I guess Louise definitely would be the more level-headed one to have the gun. So, like, mm-hmm. thank God. But, uh, yeah, because he could have stolen it from her. Yeah. Like, if she if he, if he she did have it and he found it or whatever. So then she comes and saves the day, and then they're, like, walking away. Like, they've essentially almost, like, gotten away. Like, he's just yelling and screaming at them, like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then he's just like, I should have fucked her. And then she's yeah. like, what'd you fucking say? And then she's like, he's like, you heard me, blah, blah, blah. And just starts like mouthing off and being a fucking total douchebag. And she, that's when she's like, boom, like straight yeah. to the heart, like one shot. And then they're just like, oh my God. And like fucking run out of there. But like, come on, that dude, if anyone fucking deserved it, I mean, it was really like rough. And she was so beyond lucky that she got, that Louise got there. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, she, the timing was just, like, so crazy. I was like, oh, my God. So then I was like, uh, I was like, she shot the rapist. That's what I wrote. I wrote, oh, my God, they're on the run and on the road now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So now they're, like, fucking running around. And then I said, like, then they they circle back to, like, they're they're just, like, panicking, just driving. And she's like, "Where where are we going? Where are we going? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, like, trying to get out of here. So then you that's when you flash, like, the cops and you first see the Arkansas State Police, which is Har- Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, the lead on this state police case. And that's when they interview the cocktail waitress. And they're <laughs> like, did you see who did it? And she's like, no. I could pick him out of the lineup, but I don't even care. I'm glad that someone shot him. I wish it was his wife. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. She's, like, seen some shit. Neither one of those two is the murdering type, Hal. And, you know, <laughs> and then he's like, and what makes you an expert on human nature? And she's like, oh, please. If w- being a waitress doesn't make you an expert on human nature, nothing will. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> like, she needs a spinoff. Yeah. I, w- I would be excited to just see, like, a whole movie on, like, her daily shift yeah. <laughs> at work. Like, from beginning to end. Because it's probably, like, some shit. It feels like it's, like, one of those, like... I don't even know. I, don't, I can't even think of like a film. Like it almost feels like she works in that diner in Natural Born Killers. <laughs> that one that's like out in the middle of nowhere in like the very beginning. Yeah. It's like almost like what she feel, what yeah, it feels like. You know, she has like three, three jobs and you know, yeah. like, you know, she probably has, you know, like two or three, three, three children and they're like poor, but she refuses to let her children know that they're poor, you mm-hmm. know? And so I don't know. And they're like badass. Yeah. Yeah and that's yeah, super cool i don't know she she just seems like she 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 was just delightful <laughs> she was so great yeah um and then louise calls jimmy jimmy is michael madsen who's like her on again off again musician boyfriend mm-hmm. um and she's like hey something's really happened i've got like sixty seven hundred dollars in my bank account i was like damn she's fucking oh so i was curious about this so um 
So um, apparently $6,700 <gasps> in 1990 is the equivalent of about $13,300 today. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Inflation's that much? Yeah, I think so. Wow. That's crazy. That's so, a lot. Even yeah. 6000 now. Yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's listening to this, but I don't have six thousand dollars in my savings account. I, mean, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I probably owe that, but I don't think I like have it. Um, it's just like, yeah. So she calls Jimmy to send money to Oklahoma City. They're going to Oklahoma City. They're trying to go to Mexico now. That's the plan because they've just shot a man. Yeah, and they can't go through Texas because that's where Louise used to live. And she's like, I think Thelma's like, Hey, we should just go. Why don't we go through Texas? Like, why are we going around? We're going like up and around Texas. And she's like, I'm not going to Texas. Like, that's it. End of story. Like, we're not talking about it. So she can't, so they can't go through Texas. So oh, then, yeah. so, um, well, she, she's also very vague about what, Oh yeah. In Texas. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really ever find out, but no. it, it, it like seems bad. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very bad. Like, if not almost similar to what's happened. Yeah. Like, it, it's something, like, involving, like, some kind of severe trauma. Yeah. Um, and then, as they're driving, um, that's when you first see JB, the fucking hitchhiker, Brad Pitt. And then I wrote, she wants to pick him up. And I was like, isn't that kind of weird? Like... I mean, I know hitchhiking hasn't really been a thing. I want to say, when did that stop becoming a thing in the States? Or was it ever that big of a thing? I mean, I... I don't we don't know, know, I guess. I don't know if it's, like, popular, but I think it's just... It's, 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 it's like, something that people s- still do. Um, people don't do it now. Isn't it illegal? I think in some states, like... I know that, like, if you're hiking the Appalachian Trail, like, um, like... A lot of times, like, you know, you'll, like, um, send packages to, like, prearranged locations. And then in order to get there from, like, the trail to, like, the actual, you know, like, post office, you have to, like, hitchhike, you know, from, like, the trail to, you know, into town. Oh, so you- I, I don't think that it's, like, unheard of now. Um, in that stretch. But, like, in major cities, it's kind of weird. But oh, I guess if yeah. you're out further out... Like, there is no way, like, you would have to. If you got oh, left yeah. out, yeah, like, there's nothing, there's really, like, no other option. You'd walk until you can't, but you're trying to get a ride on the way. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I love that you want to pick um, him up. Oh, so, um, oh, I, just, I just have a quick note. So, a- after they talk to Jimmy and they get back in, in the car, um, pr- probably one of my favorite lines of the, of, of, of the movie is when, um, like, um, is while they're driving towards oklahoma city to get the money is when they're in the car and louise turns to thelma and she says thelma i'm going to mexico now i figure i can make in about two and a half days but i'm gonna have to haul ass are (laughs) are you up to this i mean i gotta know this isn't a game i'm in deep shit and i gotta figure out what you're gonna do and then um and then you know and then Thomas is like, I don't know. And then, and and then, uh, well, like whenever L- Louise turns to Thelma and says, "God damn it, Thelma!" I, I like always laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that when? Okay, that's not. There's another conversation. I think it might happen later when they find out the cops are on their trail. Oh, and I think yeah. she says, like, like I just want to make sure we're both in this. Like, you won't turn on me. I think it's Thelma who's asking Louise because Thelma is like robbed a bank at that point or not yeah. bank a uh, store and like done that shit with the cop. And I think she's just like, wait, like we're both still in this. Right. Because you could cut a deal. 
yeah. and, and admit to stuff I've done to get yourself off, you know, whatever. So it's just kind of like, are you in? So it's like the second time, but now she's asking her the first time. Louisa is like, this is my plan. Like I'm the one that shot the guy. Like I'm the one who's going to get in trouble. Like, are you still with me? Yeah. It's so funny. She, I love how they have this like really, I love their relationship too. Like, yeah, I just no, love their cool. dynamic. It's really cool. Um, and then I wrote, uh, yeah, they after they talked to Jimmy, I was like, oh, Brad Pitt. I was like, God. Um, so then when they see Jim, Jimmy's like at the Western Union where she's supposed to meet to like pick up this money and they're in like a motel. So they both get separate rooms. So like Thelma has her own room and then Louise is there and Jimmy's there. So I really like the, the, like the way that they shot this, like the juxtaposition of like, uh, louise in her room talking with jimmy yeah and then like then there's like thelma where like eventually brad pitt like aka jd i think it's jd or jb i think it's jd okay like jd like knocks on the door of her Mm -hmm. room because they're not far like from where they saw him and and everything and they're like and they're like he just knocks on the door and he's like it's raining i'm not gonna be able to get a ride out here i was like oh god and they were like flirting in the car like the whole time. Yeah. She was like, no, we've got to like throw him back. <laughs> they were undressing each other with their eyes. Like, we it, all are. I mean, like, we <laughs> all were. The whole world was. That was literally Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, that's what people knew about him for so long was that he was the guy in Thumb and Louise. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so then I like, I, and I really love that whole dynamic of, uh, like when you see Louise and Jimmy and they're just talking about like, remember the first time we met and then like, he gives her that ring and then she's like, come on. Like, and I, I like one line that she, that Louise says to Jimmy, she says, we both got what we settled for. Yeah. I really like, yes. I really like that line. Um, and then, uh, then of course <laughs> I was like, I love that when JD talks about like, I'm a robber. And she's like, what? You're like, the like, what? You're a robber. And he's like, yep. And I just do this. And he like does the whole, like, this is what I tell him to do. This is how I get him to do whatever. And she's like, wow, this is so great. And then I wrote, JD says, he's a robber. You in danger girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and why did she leave the money? Why did she leave the money with Thelma? Why didn't Louise... Okay, so Louise has this, like, whole envelope of money that uh, Jimmy's given to her. Why does Louise give it to Thelma? I mean, I... My guess is she thought it would be fine. Well, yeah, she didn't know JD was there. And, I I mean, that was their room. Like, I I think that, like, they were staying together and, like... uh, Oh, yeah, and he he got the extra one, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so she just went with him. Um, And then I wrote, uh, JD says he's a robber. You in danger, girl. And then I said... Now, I was like, now I just thought about this. Now they would find you so quickly. I know. Like, if you were on the run, like, this is what day two? It's only like a three day trip. Yeah, I think so. Whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty short. And then, of course, you get like the iconic, like, uh, fucking Brad Pitt, uh, Delma Louise, like, sex scene, crazy yeah. shit. Um, um, yeah. So I, um, so I, um, so my, my first thought was after, after watching this scene that the scenes that like they make while having sex are the same scenes that I make while eating eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We haven't had eggs Benedict in so long. Oh my God. It's been forever. It's literally been like eight months. I know. I like, can't even, this is not a real problem, but this is yet again, a problem that, you know, it's all we look forward to. <laughs> 
yeah. even, even pre-COVID, <laughs> we're like, I hate this. At least we're going to get ex-Benedict on the weekend at some point. So whatever. Um, yeah, that's those. He's a natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, petition for Brad Pitt to have an OnlyFans. <laughs> like, that would be so funny. I love how OnlyFans is blowing up and all these celebrities are like doing like nude shoots just to like make some extra cash. It's like, <laughs> like Aaron Carter's on OnlyFans. Like, oh. Going on, well, like, that's no. good. No. I, I okay. No. It's it's disturbing. It's really disturbing, and lots of like B, C, Z list reality stars, basically. But and lots of other people who like do amazing sex work as their job. Like fucking a, go for it. Yeah. You know, like um, I could never do it if only I could. I mean, <laughs> I probably would. But um, yeah, I just wrote, this is another one of my favorite scenes is morning after when you see Jimmy and Louise. I like this whole thing where like Jimmy and Louise are talking and they're very much like, they're like, like, they're like, they're kind of saying their goodbyes. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like not sad, but it's not like, you know, happy. Yeah. They're just kind of like, you know, saying, you know, let's, you know, check in at some point, you know. Yeah, um, like you got the money, so yeah. You know, like, wish you know, I didn't, I didn't ask what you did, but like you know, wish you on your way. Um, and she's been really good. Like Louise has not said anything to anyone. Yeah. Like what's going on? So now, so then he leaves. He's like, I'm getting my taxi. I'm leaving. And they're in what Oklahoma now? Yes. Yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> this is my favorite. Is <laughs> rushing in like she's fucking like discovered fire like she's just <laughs> she's like on one she's just like hey oh my god oh my god you'll never guess what happened and then she's like what what's going on and then she's like jd and she's like oh, no way oh my god i'm so happy i was like i love how she at first she was just like no it was definitely like i love when she made that face where she was like like a puppy like can we take him <laughs> like, <laughs> like when they picked him in the car before and then she's like what happened? And then she's like, Oh my God, I finally know what everyone's talking about. I feel like I'm doing the living. And then she's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. Like, Oh my God, you finally got laid properly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, Ooh, burn for the ex- <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> that was her playing her husband. And then she's like, so we're like, what, so what happened? Like, you know, what, what's going to happen now? And she's like, I don't know. Like, like, well, where is he? Oh, he's still in the room. He's taking a shower. Oh my God. And then she's She's like, where's the money? And she's like, it's in the room. And she's like, you left him alone in the room with that money? Are you crazy? He's not going to do anything. He's taking a shower. Fast forward 30 seconds. Yeah. Guess what? He fucking robbed him. He told you a story about how he robs people. (laughs) (laughs) But Thelma was dickmatized. Did not know anything that was going on and fucking rightly so that was a pretty expensive lay she had there but i think she kind of got her money's worth <laughs> like i mean i mean you know i mean i'm sure sixty seven hundred dollars is for a night with brad pitt is like on the cheaper side <laughs> so. that was like a hit of speed i mean or like some type of like like some life-changing shit like yeah. that was like kind of like dmt like see god shit because she's now like on one yeah she's like she, oh, fuck, we don't have any money she has just taken 
ayahuasca and has seen the light. She like, I mean, has totally seen the light, and I would totally turn into Louise catatonic on the fucking hotel room floor, being like, "Yeah, what are we gonna do?" Well, How I. Well, well, I think that up, up until this point, Luis has been kind of hanging on and like, you know, just being, okay, I did this one bad thing, but we have the money. We like have a chance. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then as soon as the money is gone, she's, she just, she, like any fight in her is just gone. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, what do? I mean, now it's like, it's so you, you can't call it. There's no one else to call to like, cause everyone's going to know eventually like where they are. Yeah. Oh fuck! What are we gonna do? And they're like, "Come on!" And and Dumbo's like, "Come on, Louise! Like, we gotta go. We gotta keep going." And she's like, "Now the opposite. She's yeah. like now the Louise of what it was like a day before when like Jean. Uh, I keep wanting to call her Gina when Thelma was totally catatonic after what happened, and she was like, "We gotta keep going. We just gotta go." So now she's like, they're on the run, and they like pull over at a gas station. <laughs> Thelma just like runs out. She's like. <laughs> going on she's like they speed off and she's like what the fuck's going on what are you doing and then she like pulls out all that money and she's like i just robbed the convenience store <laughs> you got the goddamn store <laughs> yeah and she's like what oh my god this is crazy then they show the cops like watching the tape <laughs> the amazing moments and she literally uses like jd's lines of like what she says when, when he says when he robs people yeah everyone's gonna be all right this is just a robbery and they're like watching it and the one guy's like eating a hamburger (laughs) (laughs) so like i can't believe this woman is doing this she's like put the money in the bag thank you if you like pay attention to my rules you will um you'll be just fine otherwise you'll be wearing a toe tag (laughs) like (laughs) like, oh my god so she's like now essentially like i love that yeah um have you ever been a arrested? No, no. Um, mm-hmm. me, me either. I was. I was, say, you. I was in a car. You're like, yeah. I mean, not. I mean, n- I don't know. I was in a car once, and like I was in the back seat, and I was in a car, yeah. And like there was, um, and like I was talking about like booked. I've never been booked. Oh yeah, same. No, yeah. um, I, I, I was in the back seat of a car once, and. The driver was like rolling a was like rolling a blunt in in, in her lap, and like oh, shit. and like two police officers came um up along both sides of the car and shined their light through the window, and like we all got like t- totally busted. How and many were were you? It was me and three other people. Um, oh wow! And um and so um like um and so I we like got pulled out of the car, and they told me to put my hands on the hood, and they like frisked me. And like, fortunately, the only thing I had physically on me was like a pack of c- cigarettes. Oh, so, okay. Like, I didn't have any ID, and then they like told me and my friend who I was with to like go sit down on on the curb, and like we sat there for about twenty minutes, and then they told us that we could go. So, what happened to the driver? I don't know. Um, you don't know? Wait, were you friends with them? No, not really. Oh, okay. Uh, off um, off air, well, I'll, I want to know who that is. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, I'm like, who? Like, who? I'm like, I'm trying to think of like who it was. Were you in high school? I was in college. Oh, college. Oh, was it in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Oh, never mind. I might not know who it is then. I thought it was here. Oh, crazy. Um. Okay. So uh, now JD's arrested. Yeah. And how does he get arrested? I don't. Do you know what he does? Like I, why they get him? I don't. I don't think they say 
Yeah, um, I know we just see him in the station, and then they're like, why do you have $6,600 on you? I was like, oh, burn. Yeah. Um, And then they kind of piece it together that then I think they find out about the store, and they're like, wait a minute. So if you never stole that money, then they wouldn't have had to rob a store yeah. to get away. So now they're like, they're kind of like hot on the tail, and they're just like, and, I, and then I wrote, God, they should have just gone to Canada. <laughs> like, I feel like driving north would have been like, way more i don't know there's something about like the desert and like people like trying to hide out in mexico you could hide out in canada i think a lot easier oh really okay i think so i feel like the border i don't know i just feel like it would be easier but i know they were in what arkansas so they they are closer to mexico like yeah. i get it it's way closer but i probably would have gone canada because i thought like i would just think it would be a bit more of like a chiller route mm-hmm because it's just kind of like, you know, it's cold. It's like kind of flat, like whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I get why they went up there. But I was like, they should have gone to Canada. And then you get that one of the most iconic scenes in cinema. It was when they're driving in the desert, like late at night. It's so pretty in the desert at night. And they're listening to that Mary, Marianne Faithful song. Oh, yeah. Or, or not listening to it, but it's playing. And like the ballad of Lucy. Jordan. Jordan. Oh, um, yeah. Iconic so, song. Oh, yeah. So me and the song have a long hit. Yeah, history. what what is your history with this? So one? okay, so I bought the soundtrack to this this movie when I was about fifteen, and then mm-hmm. my parents sent me away to boarding school. Um, <laughs> and um, so um, this explains a lot about Charles at fifteen that he's like <laughs> jamming the like Thelma and Louise soundtrack on your disc man. <laughs> and so we like had this. We had to play this stupid game one night where we had to like pick a song that like meant something to us and like play it for like the rest of the people in our this dorm. is a boarding school yeah and so like um and, and charles so, no <laughs> and so and, no. And, and, and so people and so the songs that came before me were like you know some edited version of like a buster rhyme song wait because you couldn't have like explicit lyrics right yeah no <laughs> like um you know like you couldn't have any like parental advisory cds so like it you know sounds like a christian conversion camp it i mean like borderline was but like not it, conversion. it 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 had it had a lot of qualities yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. um and so people were playing you know like a buster rhyme song and like one guy played all along the watchtower by jim hendrix and oh, one guy played a song by heart and i was like Oh, I never would have expected you to play song by heart and you yeah. me, so that's kind of cool. And then, you know, and then like some and then like one guy played like that song like Rocky by, like a hurricane by 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 the by the Scorpions. Oh, yeah. And and then then it was my turn. And so I played the Ballad of Lucy Jordan, which is uh, which is <laughs> which which is about a disillusioned housewife who I think I, I think ends up like committing suicide and like (laughs) and the reactions i got people were just kind of they seemed very uncomfortable and like um lip sync included with this performance (laughs) was was everyone just like sitting quietly in a circle like yeah yeah slowly judging everyone for their song choices (laughs) and you know like i mean i i understand why i chose the songs because it's about a wife who longs to escape her life and i wanted to escape boarding school so like um to uh return or uh adventures of priscilla (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay and so then later in college 
Um, so one of my favorite things to do to relieve stress was so we had like we had like some woods attached to my college. It's about to get weird. It's about to get really weird. Um, <laughs> and so um, and so most people, normal people, went down to the woods to smoke pot, pot at night. But what I like to do was like put a bunch of CDs in my pocket, grab my discman, go down into the woods, and scream Guns N' Roses at the top of my lungs. <laughs> so fucking epic. And, like, no, I, I'm telling you, it sounds insane, but I like always felt so good afterwards. And like, and um, like, and you know, there were a couple awkward moments when I, I never see you. When, yeah, when like, you know, uh, there was like people coming down the path and it was like completely dark and I didn't know what to do. So I just hissed like a velociraptor and like ran off into the darkness. So no one could see you or they saw you? I, I mean, they, I, I think they saw a shadowy shape like me and then like sprint off. Oh my God. And so, um. So that, so that, you know, that created some problems, but, um, but I'm telling you, sing this song and the, at the top of your lungs at like 1230 at night in the middle of the woods is like very therapeutic. I mean, it kind of sounds amazing and I kind of want to do this. Yeah. I'm telling you it works. <laughs> like, wow. That is, I was going to say, I would, uh, I would assume that you would pick a, pick a welcome to the jungle. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't just choose one song. I mean, I like, you know, grabbed some Alanis, I grabbed some GNR, I grabbed some Marilyn Manson. I like, you know, they like have Marilyn Manson there. Oh no. I'm talking about the school at boarding school. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Like, um, I'm trying to think, like, at boarding school, my, like, CD, CD collection was, like, this soundtrack and, like, Janis Joplin and, like, you know. Like, the only thing they would allow, because everything else, they would be like, this has swear words. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but compared to those other people, my music taste was very sophisticated, so. Like, <laughs> I mean, totally, yeah. I mean, God, mm-hmm. I don't even, you know what your roommate played? The one who, like, went to jail? For like uh, yeah, he was he played the Buster Rhyme song. <laughs> I mean, and granted, I one too. Yeah, I and, and granted, I I really like him, but um, or I like the song, but it's just you know. Oh, and he also was really into like the insane clown posse for some reason. So, oh, no. oh god, I can't. I don't know. I'm, I've never been in a, a it, ITP. It kind of had a very like white supremacy vibe to it. <laughs> I think it's the opposite though. No? I think okay. actually not that. I mean, I think it, it has that imagery. Like it's definitely kind of weird. But I feel like they're called like juggalos or something. There's like are, a are, there's like a whole thing. Are juggalos like Mexican gangsters? Is that what no, juggalos are a juggalo is a fan of the group ICP or any other psychopathic records hip hop group. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like it's literally just based on this fucking uh band and like all this other shit but i don't know i think there's some of them are bad like i think there's a criminal group that's that's like come off of that okay but um oh yeah definitely okay yeah definitely connected to white supremacy fuck that oh um so yeah okay they've been recognized by the fbi (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck that no juggalos are fucking whack this is probably why i was never into the shit and that explains a lot about your bank robbing roommate (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then okay so after we get that amazing rendition i okay i don't have a long history with the song but i do remember it being used in the finale of american horror story hotel It's, it's a great scene it's a really great scene yeah where they use it um and then we find out well not we find out but we are that is i believe when they're almost like look 
we should just, why do we not go to Texas? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, like, like I just, you know, I, I, we just should have gone through there, blah, blah, blah. And then she kind of like silently kind of has this, she's like, something happened to you in Texas too. Like you were, you were raped too, weren't you? And then Louise is just like, I'm not ever talking about that. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like she doesn't confirm or deny it, but it's definitely something like very traumatic. So we kind of find out that like, they have even more in common and that's probably why she had such a visceral reaction. Yeah. Like what happened. Do you, um, do you have any ideas about what happened to Louise in, in Texas? Do I have any ideas? I believe that she was definitely assaulted, I think. And yeah. it could have been someone like in her own family. Yeah. I mean, I, it could have been, like even darker than just like a random man in a bar or like an ex-boyfriend. It could have been someone that was like in her family or something. Yeah, because there is there is that line like earlier on in in the the movie when Thelma's like, "Why can't we go through Texas?" and Louise is like, "Listen, if you shoot a man in the head with his pants down, Texas is not the place you want to get caught." Yeah, um, and so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I I, I I like sort of got the impression that like she was like raped and that she tried to report it and just no one believed her. Um, but um. So that if she comes back, all the people that she accused that guy, like all those people on his side, yeah, would, yeah, find her and be like, "You're the one that accused blah 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 of like, like get her." Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Um, so it's the next day, and they're in the desert still. I believe they're in New Mexico. Yes, and that's when they get pulled over by that fucking cop. Oh wait, before we get into that, it is is worth noting that there is a truck driver that they've been kind of passing by on and off throughout the, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, when, whenever they pass, he just like makes these extremely obscene gestures and like wags his tongue back and forth. And just like, you know, um, and if you're a girl, you know what this is. Yeah. Um, and um, so they um, see him for a s- second time just after the, uh, just after the Ballad of Lucy Jordan montage, mm-hmm. and he has a line that is um, like, uh, what he's doing is is not cool, but he has a line that makes me laugh when he says, "I'm your stormtrooper of love." Oh my god! <laughs> like, and doesn't he say like, "Are you ready for this, dick?" Yeah, like it's so Fuck. gross. But oh like, my god, god. <laughs> so, like women putting up with men since forever. Like God. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, geez. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's before or after this when they get pulled over. I think it's after. It's after. Okay. Yeah. So they've seen that guy again. So then they're they're riding through and they're in like the desert. They're in like, I think they're filmed this in Utah and California. So okay. this, I think it's like Moab or something like where they like those red rock formations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're out there and then they get pulled over by this cop who's Jason Baggy, which is really funny. He's on like one of those chicago shows like chicago pd or something he used to be a scientologist that's why i know him because he's in that scientology documentary like he was deep into it and he left a few years ago okay we're talking about it but that's Um, who that is oh so he is also in another ridley scott movie called gi jane which which i didn't like a lot too um but yeah anyway hey oh cool um, I haven't seen uh, G.I. Jane in like a long time like i've seen it once but i definitely have to see it again yeah it's good I, i like it um let's see uh (laughs) then i was like the cops pull them over 
oh my god, this escalated. When they pull the when okay, the cop gets pulls them over and then they're trying to like kind of sweet talk their way out of this ticket, Louise gets taken out of the car put in the front seat of the cop car and he's like running her license. And she's like, Oh my God, please just let me, don't want me to get caught. And then fucking Thelma strolls up to the driver's side gun in the neck of the cop. And is like, you heard me <laughs> let her go. I was like, Oh fuck. She is, like, she is just so casual about it too. Like, I mean, so casual. she know, and she knows exactly what to say. Put your hands up there. Take his gun. Don't look at me. Like she literally knows everything to do. Like she's been yeah. doing, yeah like she doesn't even stutter and i was like what the fuck like she's just like do this do that do this so she's never like oh what do i do now then she's like walking him back to the car he is scared shitless uh louise is taking his gun and then she like they're standing by the back of the car and i love how she shoots those two bullets in the top of the car and i was like what's she doing and then she like tells him to get in the trunk mm-hmm. <laughs> get in the trunk and he's like oh my god but but and then Thelma's or like louise is just like Oh, 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 can I have your belt too? <laughs> ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Extra uh, ammo for that gun. Yeah, and then I like how they also take take his beer. Yeah. <laughs> the they like take his beer. I was like, oh my god, this is so funny. And I love also that scene later on where like there's that biker who's like smoking that joint. Yeah. <laughs> like here's who's like here's like randomly out in the desert, like sees this cop car and he's like, What the fuck? And then he like hears this like banging, like, Hey, is someone out there? Like, let me out, I'm a police officer. And he just blows the smoke through that hole. <laughs> Uh, of the fucking golf car i was like oh my god this is so funny so i guess he gets let out eventually or does the guy get back on his bike and keep going (laughs) yeah i think the guy got back on his bike because he was kind of like chilling and he was like oh it's a cop fuck that yeah (laughs) whatever but i don't know like wouldn't he die out there in the desert i mean i mean air holes i mean it is it he does have air holes but i mean i imagine that that desert gets up to like 100 degrees during during the day at least oh. and in a car yeah drunk, like no like you're cooked oh. your brain would be cooked okay so this so this counts as kidnapping right yeah, uh yeah i think well i think it might be like uh it might be kidnapping but it's not kidnapping in the in the form of like you have the person with you okay because i think it's almost like you've like put them away somewhere like like held them against their will okay i guess like i probably would be like if if it's a cop they would probably make it like attempted murder okay okay because like he would die i mean presumably right yeah Yeah, like if it's in a deserted road like they're assuming that it's gonna be a long time before somebody comes and gets him i would think they shot the fucking radio out (laughs) shoot the radio i was like damn she could have put him in the trunk like, yeah, and then I like love how like um, Thelma tells Louise to shoot the radio, and she shoots the actual radio. Yeah. And then she thought was like, "No, Louise, the police radio, for Christ's sake!" I know. <laughs> like, Come on, <laughs> so funny. Um, and then we get that we see the trucker a fucking again. Yeah, and they're like oh my god, like this is crazy, and they're like, oh, oh. So there is a scene between um between Harvey Keitel's character and the FBI person that oh, yeah. that I like, and it's when um the FBI person says the one thing I can't figure out is if these girls are real smart or just real real lucky, and then Harvey Keitel says it does not matter because brains will only get you so far, and luck always runs out. 
Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, so they meet that, they see that trucker again from the third time. Yes. And, and like, and, yeah. And at this point, everything they've done has been kind of out of necessity. Yeah. But like at this, at this point, they're just like, well, let's have some fun, you know? Yeah. Like, this fucking asshole. Yeah. He's like driving, like, come on. This is so crazy. And, <laughs> and then they like, they stick him to like go off the road they're like yeah come off the road come off the road so he's like oh hot damn like woohoo i'm gonna get with these two women and then he like comes over and then he's just like so fucking funny and dumb as fuck yeah like, like he, his character is so sleazy but i just can't help but laugh like, i know I mean, it's so bad like it's just so funny though yeah like it's really really funny so they're just like you need to give us an apology running around making those obscene gestures to women what do you expect like you better offer an apology he's like i'm not offering nothing yeah and and then and and, and then louise pulls out her gun and points at him and says you say you're sorry or i'm gonna make you fucking sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like oh shit yeah and then fucking and then he's like okay I'm sorry. And then they, sh- and then, no, I don't think he doesn't say I'm sorry, but she shoots out the tires. Yeah. She shoots out like three of those big ass truck tires. And I was like, oh shit. And then fucking Thelma has her gun in like the back of her pants. And then they both pull their guns out and they're like, look, you better say you're sorry. And he's like, I'm not doing it. This is crazy. And then they fucking shoot his fuel tank. <laughs> a fuel truck. And they like shoot it and it just like, explodes in midair like just like totally insane like diehard explosion like fucking crazy i was like holy shit this is nuts and and then i love how they then they get back in the car and then the truckers like outside like screaming like oh my god and they just circle him (laughs) like (laughs) kick up dust and then like run off yeah i like love how how they started and he's like screaming like oh you bitches you bitches from hell and you know and then and then Thelma like leans down like grabs his hat that's like falling on the ground oh, yeah. and, and just like speeds off like yeah. <laughs> so fucking dope and at this point they are like hot on their trail because yeah. like I mentioned earlier like she called uh oh I forgot another tidbit is that she called when she called when uh, I think it's Thelma when Thelma called her husband and found out that he knew by the way he answered because he was like hi and then she like hung up and she was like oh my god blah 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 like this is fucking crazy and then she called I think Louise calls Jimmy no I think Louise calls Slocum again oh that's right she calls him yeah she's like I want to talk to the cop I know the cops are yeah. there yeah like, cops and then they're like i think it's like harvey Keitel, and he's like look you know like all this kind of shit like you guys better give it up and like you know you're not going to be able to get to mexico and then hangs up and then she's like fuck how the fuck do they know we're going to mexico and then she's like you fucking told that guy so she told jd and she's like we had two things going for us one that no one knew where we were that we were and two no one knew where we were going now we don't even have that like where the what are we gonna do? Like they're gonna find us now if they know we're going to Mexico. Like this yeah. is crazy. So at this point, they've like triangulated them. They've got on a call at some payphone. I think it must be in like Arizona or maybe yeah, it must have been Arizona. So they like triangulated the call, like they traced mm-hmm. it, and now they're like after them. So then like when you see them again, like you see more and more cops, and it's just like this insane chase. Yeah. They're like 
30 cop cars after them. Yeah. Like they're everywhere. They're on the road at first and they see the cops and they U-turn, they go off the road. Then it's like this really insane chase. Like, yeah. like Louise is a driver. Like mm-hmm. she they took driving lessons for this too. Louise is a pretty badass driver. And like there's, yeah. also, there's also a scene earlier in the movie when they're at like a diner or, or a gas station or something, and they and she just like puts the car in reverse and drives for like for like two hundred oh feet, like yeah, in reverse, yeah. yeah it's, like <laughs> if anyone's driven in reverse really fast, it's really fucking hard to do. Yeah, like, it's really hard to do. And I don't even know about a car that old because they don't have like power steering and shit. Like maybe it's it could be like totally different. But yeah, that was pretty nuts too. Yeah awesome thing um and then you get i was like oh my gosh the cops are hot on their trail it's like they reached the grand canyon in arizona and then you kind of have like the most insane ending climax of, of a film yeah where they're just like come on like what are we gonna do like i'm not going to jail like and she even i think louise even said that to the cop last time she talked to him she was like i'm not going to jail like i just keep hearing like incarcerated and and life imprisonment and no parole and all this she's like i'm yeah. not I, yeah, I, th- I think that's like I think that conversation is when um, is when Louise and Thelma kind of both decide that they would rather die than you know get taken in. Yeah, because you know? totally. because um, I because um, I think shortly after that is when Thelma like you, you know um, you know like like like, like conf- confronts Louise and she's like, "Look, you're not going to make a deal with that guy, right? Like we're still yeah. in this, right?" So. I mean, yeah, she wants to make sure she's not going to, like, give up. Yeah. She's like, we're not going to give up. We're never going to give up. And then that's when they're like, does she say, like, listen, I'm not going in? Or, like, what does she say? Like, listen, I'm not getting caught. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I can't I can't remember the line off the top of my head. But, it was but yeah, it's, and it's got, like, the most epic, like, she's, like, they're speeding up. And then, like, all the cops, like, the fucking helicopter, like, comes out from under the canyon. And there's, like, 30 cars behind him. And Harvey Keitel the whole time is like, no, because it's, like, federal now. Mm-hmm through like three states or four states three i guess and or four no four because they're in arizona so now like he's like no you gotta let me talk to him like don't just shoot them and they're kind of like fuck it we're doing whatever the hell we're gonna do like if they have guns like you know they're armed and dangerous and he's like no no no, i gotta talk to them and then that's when they like decide and he's like running after them like he's like you see him like running and then you just see them like take off yeah like do that whole like hold the hands and then it like oh it gets me every time yeah oh so um i heard that one of the ideas that the directed had for this final scene is when they're driving towards the grand canyon mm-hmm. that louise was go- um was going to push thelma out of the car so that what? so yeah so that thelma could live and then she was going to keep going really yeah but why, would, why would Louise do that though? I think because like she, I think because like she didn't want Thelma to like die. Because, like she wanted her to like live. Oh. Um, but um, I mean, the way that they ended up doing it, I just thought this ending was like perfect. Yeah, like, I, I mean, definitely like it. Yeah, like how it is now. So yeah, that's like that's the and I love how it fades to white. Mm-hmm. And like that's it. Like it's just it's so good. So it's such a great film. Um, I definitely suggest checking it out and i'm sure it's on some type of uh like streaming service but yeah if you haven't watched it which you probably have if you're listening to this but it's cool um let's see do you have any fashion notes um well there isn't 
a lot just because it's yeah, it's like what, everything. I mean, I don't know, but like I just sort of love like their like final like chasing outfits, like when Thelma's like in like the t-shirt with like the cutoff sleeves, and she's running that guy's like trucker hat. Yeah, like, you know, and like you know, and you know, and like Louise is in like that short sleeve tank top, and like she's wearing the B like cowboy hat. You know, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, Super cool. Um, I also really love Louise's jewelry. She has like lots of rings on. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and I love that like turquoise necklace she has on. Mm-hmm. At some point, Louise has like a really cool turquoise necklace. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What do I have? I have like. I love the outfit when Louise calls Jimmy and her hair is up and she has those really cool sunglasses. Yeah, that was cool. Like a plain shirt. Um, I love her. Like, I love the white tank and like the tucked in jeans that she has in the end. Mm-hmm. And, and then the beginning is really cool where they both have like those scarves. Yeah. And then when they take the picture, like that's really cool. Uh, Thelma has dope outfits. Like I love her outfit at the pool hall. Or like yeah. the beginning with the the white dress. It's just like really cool. Well, well, it's a white dress, and then she's wearing like a jean jacket over it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then later she like adds a jean jacket. Then I love when she has Brad Pitt shirt on, mm-hmm. and then she keeps it, but she keeps changing it. Like she ties it like yeah. up at one point, and then she cuts the sleeves off. Yeah, I think later. Like I love how it just keeps changing, and then she wears like the denim on denim, and then she has like the denim jacket with like the bikini top underneath. Because I love when she pull, when uh, Louise pulls up and Thelma's like at the pool, like yeah. up the motel they're staying in, and she's wearing that really cool like eighties bikini, and then she's like, "Get in the car!" Yeah, and she like drags her like like suitcase and throws in the car and just like hops over in her bathing suit. Yeah, <laughs> later she like puts on like she I think she puts a jacket over the top, and then she puts on like other pants or something. Oh, okay, it's really cool. I really like that. And then and I also love that when she calls. I forgot who Thelma's calling, but she has on like a black, it looks like a cowboy shirt, like the men's ones, but it's like a crop jacket with like embroidery on it. Okay. It's really I, cool. It's like I, a cropped, uh, Western kind of jacket. I, th- I think the only person she calls in the movie is like her husband. Her husband. Yeah. It must be the first time. No, I think it's the time that she called at like four in the morning and he wasn't there. Oh, okay. Or, like, she called him and I think he didn't answer. Or maybe it wasn't four in the morning, but she did say one time she called at four in the morning and he wasn't there. So she was like, I don't think he cares Yeah, like, where I am. He's not even home. But she did call him one time and he wasn't home. And I think that's what she was wearing. Because she okay. was standing in like, a phone booth. It was really cool. Um, let's see. Do you have any other fashion notes? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's pretty much like everything. It's just really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, I um, love the music. Oh, um, yeah. I love the music. And I also really like their, the, the, the like pairs of sunglasses that they're both wearing at the, the beginning and um, I think like eventually Louise kind of steals the police officer's sunglasses and she like asks him. She's like, "Can we swap?" And then she gives me this like gives him her like aviators. Yeah, pop aviators on those like narc shades. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really funny. Um, yeah, dude, the music awesome. I wrote such a southern vibe. The the score is really good by Hans Zimmer. Um, like a, oh, that that the original score for this movie is so great. Like so good, yeah, it's so good. And um, they have like Tammy Wynette, Temptations, Marianne Faithful, Charlie Sexton, BB um, King. Yeah. Oh, um, and I believe that Charlie Sexton played himself in one of the scenes. Oh no way! Was he in the band? Yeah, he was playing the, at the pool. Yeah. Hall? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Or not, it's not a pool hall. I don't want to say pool hall. It's like the, they do like country line dancing because they were line dancing later. Yeah. 
in that bar. It's like a bar, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why I think it's a pool hall, but it's not. That's super cool. Um, I have, uh, well, I'll get to uh, quotes and scenes. I have only one 90s moment. Uh, oh, well, I guess I have two. But the one that I have written down was like when Louise gives Thelma the map and she's like, find a secondary way to get to Mexico. Yeah. She's like, give her that big map. And I was like, that's super 90s. And then now I'm thinking when the FBI was uh, like looking for them and like tracing the call and how they had to be on so long. Like back yeah. in the day, it took so long to trace a call, but now it's probably like now they can tell, they can ping you from where your phone is even calling. But um, well, also I heard that that's kind of an FBI that that's kind of a m- movie myth. Like I mean, because time, yeah, like I mean that you know you have to keep them online for forty five seconds. Apparently, they can just like trace you like that. So oh, even back in the day, yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh shit. Oh yeah. wow. That's probably good to know. Cause now people who wanted to commit a crime watching a movie are probably like, Oh good. We have like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like, no, no, they can still trace you. Yeah. Um, those are my nineties moments. I don't know if you, did you have any? Um, well there are, you know, phones with cords, you know, so there's that. Um, and then in the beginning there's like Thelma has a very, very old television in her kitchen. That, oh. that like has the dials um yeah. and Definitely. um like um also i just i don't i i think with um i don't think the story would work today just because just because cell phones and social media just i think would like you know cut i feel like they would get caught like so much faster so like, much faster and everyone has cell phones so like someone would upload a photo of them somewhere and be like is this them yeah and, like text it to the cops or like someone and they're like yep thank you we can tell where you were from when you took that picture yeah there's all that data like in the photo it's true yeah that was one of my my story notes i was like wow people have to really think now in order to not get caught and to not be on the grid yeah you have to use cash everywhere but back then like i'm assuming they used cash to rent those motel rooms but now i don't think you can Oh, really? Okay. Well, no, I mean, I guess it actually depends, I'm sure. It probably depends on where you go. Like, if you were to go somewhere, like, like if you were on the run, like, for real on the run, you wouldn't go to, like, a Holiday Inn. Like, I'm assuming you'd probably go to, like, Tony's Monthly Motel, where you can pay in cash and they don't ask for an ID. Yeah. You know, like, you can just go rent the room. Like, I mean, that's probably where you would be if you were, like, trying to elude capture. Yeah. But even now they have cameras fucking everywhere. Even if you were to go to a gas station and you're going to pay cash, you have to go in and yeah. like they could eventually see, you know, like they could be watching the news and then see, you know, see that you're there or like there's cameras in there. Like, yeah, there's, it just would take, it depends on where you are. If you're from, I think a rural area, then you might be able to live off the grid for a lot longer mm. than from a city. Cause you like kind of know how to get around. Yeah. You could live off the land probably for a while until you figured out like where to go. But if you're in a city, like you're used to going to shops and seeing people and like yeah. stores and like, you know, just kind of crazy. Um, what are some of your favorite, Oh, do you have any more nineties moments? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, so let's wrap it up with your favorite quotes and scenes. I've added it into one section. Now. Oh, favorite quotes. Um, yeah. What are your favorite quotes? So, um, I love, um, okay. So, um, after Louise like rescues um, Thelma from the from the the rapist, mm-hmm. um, 
the way she delivers this line is just like so heartbreaking and just like so impactful. But but like when she says in the future, when a woman's crying like that, she isn't having any fun. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I like love when Slocum is like talking to the the waitress and she's she's like, neither one of those two is the murdering type, pal. Um, and then, um, I love in the hotel room when Brad Pitt is giving a tutorial about how to commit armed, armed (laughs) robbery, how, it's um, so endearing, (laughs) how he's like, I believe if done properly an armed robbery doesn't have to be a totally unpleasant experience. (laughs) And then, um, I love, uh, okay. And then in the scene when like, um, Harvey Keitel's character is explaining the situation to Thelma's husband, how um, he just kind of laughs and says, excuse me, sir, but you're standing in your pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, wow, you have a lot of good ones. I only have, uh, I have uh, when Luis was talking to Jimmy in that hotel room when she said we both got what we settled for. Yeah. Um, that one's really good. I, I like when, um, I think it's Louise tells Thelma, we're fugitives now. We got to act like it. Yeah, yeah, that was a good <laughs> one. like you're telling people everywhere. Um, and then I like, uh, and then I just like the end. I think the like last scene, last uh, line of the movie is "keep driving." Yeah, like, that's like all she says. Um, um, yeah, those are my favorite quotes. What are um, your favorite scenes? Oh, and then I just have one more favorite. Oh yeah, favorite quote. And um, again, that's when ever Louise goes, "God damn it, Thelma." <laughs> I also like when she when Thelma or no when Louise like puts the gun up to the rapist's uh like face and she's like now like you better get off her before you make me splatter you all over this nice car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. That's um, so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are your favorite scenes? Favorite scenes? Uh well I love the bank or I love when Thelma robs the store. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love the video. Yeah, yeah. Um I um that that like final chase scene towards the end is like is like yeah. is like so intense. Like I I think I think for the last twenty minutes of the movie I like forgot to take notes just because I was like so absorbed in 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 let like the story. Yes, I am. Um, and um I, again just like that final shot is just like is just like yeah. so awesome. I just wrote the final moments. That's one of mine. It's like that whole the last like twenty minutes of the film are just so good. Yeah, it's just yeah. so good. Now, did you like a lot of people? I think were kind of torn on the ending. Like, did you like the ending? Yes, because I um because I heard that there's an alternative ending that like that like where it's where it doesn't stop at at, at a freeze frame. Like the car uh-huh. keeps going, and you kind of see it like fall over, like you know the like side of the cliff, and it, like keeps falling. And I don't know, like I don't know. I, I just you know, I mean, it, it just seemed like such a victorious and like joyous moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, you know, like they were outlaws and they chose to die free. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just like, so, you know, fun. Yeah. Know, and good. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, yeah I, I like it too. I think it has more of an impact that like, I think it means more that it's not like glamorizing. It's not like it's Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Where they were like, just kind of like pulling shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, just like they were kind of just out of control. And it's not like some kind of like, they weren't like serial killers, you know, they weren't like on some weird shit. Like they, like you said, like they were doing all of it for survival. Yeah. Like all of 
bit. Like even the cop being locked in the back of the in the trunk is like it was survival. You know, they didn't want to get caught. Yeah, they knew that like he would know who they were. Well, and I mean, like say they did turn themselves in. I mean, I still, th- I, I still think that like they both get charged with like first degree murder. Oh, totally. Like, I mean, I think there's a good chance they get that they get sentenced to to death. And yeah, because she said like electric chair. Like when she was talking, she was like, "I don't want to." I've been thinking all these words like life imprisonment, death by electric chair, like you know, death penalty. Like no, especially in the South. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's kind of like a a real concern or like a real possibility. And I I mean, just being able to like choose how you die on your own terms. I think that's like basically the last bit of power that they have. And, you know, like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was was good. It was just like this insane, like female bonding, you know, like it was just this insane trip of like, even though they didn't know everything about each other, like it Mm -hmm. just felt like they did. Like they went through so much together. Yeah. and it seemed like they're only like like they and this was several days yeah it wasn't even like a week i mean this literally happened if you think about it it's happened so fast yeah so i think that like louise shot that guy on friday night and they drove into the grand canyon on like sometime on monday Damn. So, yeah i that's insane that's like a weekend yeah yeah like a weekend bender <laughs> that's insane um yeah, what are your hey, what do you have any other favorite scenes? Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean I mean, um and this is kind of a cop out, which I mean the entire movie, you know, like yeah, I mean, it's, it's all really good. You know, I mean I mean, I don't know, it's just I don't know, it's just it's just done so well and I just I don't know. I just I I love this movie. It's so great. I have some more favorite scenes. Um, the day after in the diner, the morning after when Louise is talking to, or no, when Thelma's talking to Louise about how amazing her sex with Brad Pitt was. <laughs> yeah. um, I love that. And I also love, yeah, when Thelma robbed the store. And then I also have like Thelma locking the cop in the trunk. <laughs> like, those, are, those are mine. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then I just wrote the final moments because it's just so good. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. That was so exciting. Yeah. That was good. Oh, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I forgot again, but fucking like and subscribe and give us five stars. And I don't know what we're going to do next, but it's going to be something fun. I don't know. Since I'm actually going to see you tomorrow, maybe we can talk about it. Okay. That sounds <laughs> <In> real life. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. But uh, yeah, this was super fun and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.